Hey, Wofford fans, Phil Marcello here, welcoming you into Conquer and Prevail, Tracking the Terriers, presented by Pinnacle Hospitality. Each week on Conquer and Prevail, we will check in with various Wofford Athletic staff members to see what they are doing to keep their programs ready for action. On episode three, we welcome on Chrissy Hall and Alan Smith. Terrier fans, we now welcome in Chrissy Hall, the head coach of the Wofford Terriers women's tennis team. Chrissy, thanks for taking some time to chat with us today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. Now, to give people a little bit of background on you, you played your collegiate tennis at Virginia Tech, and you kind of worked your way uh, through the, the coaching ranks and ultimately to Wofford. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey from, uh, you know, a nationally ranked singles player at Virginia Tech who had won various awards in the Atlantic 10 to kind of coming to Wofford? Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, I kind of knew about my senior year of college that I wanted to stay in college tennis somehow, some way, and met with my coach at the time. And um, she said, you know, why don't you try to get a grad assistant job somewhere or become assistant coach somewhere and, and see how you like it. I was too competitive of a person to just uh, <laughs> to just be involved at a club tennis level. And so knew that um, this was a route I wanted to try. And, um, you know, just kind of bounced around from place to place until got back home to Spartanburg. I grew up here in Spartanburg. Um, and so this is home to me. My brother played um, college tennis here at Wofford. And so um, knew that this was the type of environment and culture that I eventually wanted to end up and be at for a long time. That's really, really cool that you had the opportunity to, and, you know, in the coaching business, you kind of got to jump around, but to come back to your hometown, uh, that, that's an awesome, awesome thing. Now, you've been here, um, you know, a little bit of time now. What can you say, you know, you've had your chance to kind of put your stamp on the program and really grow it into something. Uh, you know, what can you say about maybe where things were when you came and then like how you feel now about what, where the program is? Absolutely. I'm, I'm so happy with how far this program has come. Um, and it's really a tribute to the girls on the team and the, the, young, the young women that I'm bringing in um, and recruiting that want to be at Walker, that want to be here. And, um, you know, I would say that the best thing about our program is our culture and how the girls on the team protect the culture. And that has made it um, such a smooth transition from year to year to help us keep continuing to develop and grow as a team. That's awesome. Now, let's quickly jump back to 2018, 2019. Uh, you know, an unbelievable year or for, for your program. Um, you know, you tied the program record for wins. You, you went to the semifinals in the Southern Conference Championship and you were named Southern Conference Coach of the Year. I mean, what a tremendous, tremendous honor and, and really something well-deserved. Just kind of gut reaction. What, what did you feel like when you heard that news? Um, you know, I, I definitely was not expecting it. I knew that we had a great year, and I knew we were right on track um, to break records and, and to do all that. And um, honestly, when I heard the news, when I got the text from our SID at the time, um, I started crying, just tears of joy, tear, tears of excitement, um, just how far this program has come, how long I've been in coaching, um, and just to have that moment and to have it with the group of girls that I had it with, it was just, it was such a special moment. And 
like I told them, like this was all because of them and their hard work and everything that they had given to the program um, and that the people before them had given to the program. It was really cool to, to hear from my former players um, when I got that award texting me and saying, we knew we've known this all along and uh, we're just so proud of you. And that was just super cool as well. I think that's one of, one of the cooler things about college athletes, you know, every, everything builds, you know, for the future. So that's really cool that you got to that point and, uh, you know, got a little bit of personal recognition, but as you mentioned that the team was, you know, obviously the huge part of that. Now for this past season, it was impacted, you know, but you had the fall season and some of the spring season, eight and four, you had ended on a win against Emmanuel. You were getting close to really getting to the bulk of Southern, Southern conference competition. Uh, but, in the young spring season, you know, what did you see from your girls or if anyone maybe jumped out to you or, you know, you, you must have felt good kind of seeing where the rest of the way was going. Absolutely. You know, the biggest thing that we continue that we continued all year really to talk about with the girls was not to live in the past and not to have the expectations and try to to beat what we did last year is just to go out there and get better day in and day out and to work hard and just to enjoy every single moment. And I really felt like leading up to that point and we were getting ready to head into our conference play. I really felt like we were in a good spot. I really felt like we were playing some of our best tennis um, that we were working hard day in and day out and that our mentality was in the right place, that we weren't putting too much pressure on ourselves, that we were just really out there having fun, playing for each other and playing for the Terriers. And going into what is hopefully going to be a normal fall and then hopefully a normal spring, your roster, you had, had no seniors, so you're going to have a lot coming back. That's got to be comforting in any situation, but in, in these different times, being able to trust that, you know, your upperclassmen can help everyone adapt. Absolutely. You know, it was such a blessing not to have seniors this year um, with the abrupt end to the season. Um, I was just so, I was so thankful. You know, you always wonder, like, when you don't have seniors, who's going to step up and be the leaders? And my junior class did a great job of stepping up and being the leaders. And the thing that I talk about all the time with my team is that actually everyone on the team is a leader and they lead in their own way. Um, and everyone was stepping up and doing such a great job. And it's so exciting to have everyone back again next year. It's almost like it's just going to be a continuation of, of this year and that we'll get, we'll get to keep moving forward and developing as a team. That's awesome. Now, I just have to ask, how, how, how are your husband, Matt, and how how's your son, Caleb, doing? We are doing well. Um, my husband um, works in the medical field. He runs a practice, um, a medical practice. He's their office manager. So he's been working um, every single day. And I've been, I've been working from home and um, doing the homeschooling and all of that back to second grade for me. But we have done a lot of PE, a lot of sports um, to go along with that schoolwork. I think I've probably thrown more baseballs in these past <laughs> than I have in my entire life, but that's Caleb's favorite sport. And so we've, he's been working hard um, to, to become a better baseball player. I've been doing the best I can to coach him through that. <laughs> but we've been, we've been having a lot of fun just enjoying, enjoying the downtime that we don't normally have during this time of year um, and just being able to really spend quality time with each other. It's, it's really been fantastic um, to see him grow and the resiliency that he's had, um, my son, especially through these past eight to nine weeks. Uh, Chrissy, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. I think that the Terrier fans are going to be excited to, to hear this episode. Absolutely. And I just hope everyone, all our Terrier fans are staying well and staying healthy. And I can never end anything 
without saying go Terriers. Pinnacle Hospitality is an award-winning hospitality company based in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Their growing portfolio of internationally recognized hotels include Hilton Worldwide, Marriott International, Intercontinental Hotels Group, and Wyndham Hotels. Their burgeoning restaurant endeavors are poised to create a uniquely and locally inspired social dining experience. As a full-service management company, their team provides expert management for owners and asset managers. This expert management is carried forward through Pinnacle's vision and mission. All right, Wofford fans, we now welcome on defensive line coach Alan Smith. Alan, thanks for taking a little bit of time to chat with us today. No doubt, man. No doubt. It's a pleasure. Well, you know, we'll start off kind of Wofford, in hindsight, really, not knowing what was going to happen, was fortunate to get get its spring ball in. But now, so when you look back on that, what did that mean just to get all your practices and everything crunched in? Man, huge. Um, and the good thing is we, we didn't rush because we started a little earlier than we did years previous. Um, so we had a good time. We had a good good opportunity to get all that those practices in, develop guys. Some some institutions, as, as you alluded to just now, didn't get practices. So um, for us, that's uh, like a little mini camp, you know, um, a little advantage that other teams don't have. So it was really good. Now, obviously, fortunate to get the, the practices in, but this has impacted, you know, every program. You know, how, how has it changed what would normally be post-practice spring for, for the program? What little things have you – or maybe major things have you all had to adjust to? Well, mostly for us, um, because we had some time to review uh, practice as a staff. Um, for us, it's just not having our guys around, and that's huge. Um, not having our guys around and recruiting has been different. Um, but other than that, it's been the same. I mean, we still get work done from home. Um, we'll, we, we will occasionally have our Zoom meetings and talk about different things that we want to install um, for the next season. And so we can still do those things, but not having the guys around. Just uh, those relationships, those personal relationships that you have. The reason why you coach right. don't have that right now. That's the only thing. Now, a commencement was just this past weekend. Um, you know, how has the has the academic support just moved to more of a virtual, you know, in this time because you haven't been able to see your guys in person and meet with them? Yeah, it's been all virtual. So typically um, for me, um, I have my guys come in um, on a on a weekly basis, sometimes they stopped by daily just to, so we could talk and just see how life is going. But what we did more of um, certain guys, I had phone calls at a certain time each day. And I also did like virtual little uh, academic sheets just to catch up and see what's due next, just to keep them organized. Because the biggest thing with the virtual classes um, is just staying organized. You can stay organized and on top of your work. It doesn't pile up on you uh, from, from a procrastination standpoint. Because a lot of times you feel like you have more time than you really do. Cause ah, that's not due yet. Right. But before you know it, it's gonna creep, it's gonna creep up on you. So just having the guys um, get them in a situation where they're more organized. Now you're someone who who played here and had a very successful career here. What did it mean to kind of you know work your way back here and now you're coaching at your alma mater? That's that's got to be awesome. And it is. Um, the the biggest thing is one from a standpoint of coaching. Um, you talk about. Um, helping build a bridge and bring others along that bridge that the same bridge that you came across um, and just continue to add to that. So being able to come back to Wofford and affect lives of players and young men like myself, um, wearing the black and gold has been huge. 
Uh, for me personally, um, it's big for my family. I'm only an hour and a half away from home. Um, my wife is close to where she grew up. And so for us both, it's, it's ideal of being back in Spartanburg. So it's not a, uh, it's a, it's a dream come true in a way. I never thought, to be honest, I'll be back at Wofford. Um, I wanted to coach, but I never thought I'd be back at Wofford because of where I, were, where I was prior. Um, but worked out, man, worked out. That's awesome. And you mentioned your wife. First off, you know, she just for the fans that don't know, she is a coach just down the road at Clemson for the, for the women's basketball team. But uh, uh, you guys also had some recent news um, that you might be expanding the family a little bit. Yeah, we are, man. We're, um, we're actually, she's actually 28 weeks pregnant. So we'll have a, what we call a camp baby. She'll be here in August. <laughs> Uh, August 8th is the due date. And so we're excited about that. Um, this is our first child. And so it's pretty neat, man. Um, coming up dad and my wife, seeing her become a mom. And it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That's, that's really awesome. So congratulations to y'all for that. Now back, back to you as someone who played here, now you coach and this might be the same answer for both the defensive line and just recruiting as a whole. But when you're pitching Wofford or where you're recruiting a guy to Wofford, what kind of, qualities or characteristics do you look you know look for in a potential player that's what it is man I mean we initially watch the film first right you see the film and you find a, a guy's grades you see those things but the thing that really gets you is the character and the makeup of a person they have to fit um somewhat of the Wofford DNA the identity of what we're looking for so um from a character standpoint high character they have to be leaders so when I'm asking the coach I'm asking the coach hey hey coach is this guy a leader in your team um, and then we'll ask the guy, what would your teammates say of you, um, say about you from a leadership standpoint? What would they say about your leadership capabilities? Um, and I have them give me examples. And so a lot of people out there, they're like, man, why, why hasn't Wofford offered this kid? Well, there's a reason. Um, they, we have to make sure they check all the boxes. Um, and character is a big deal. Um, so you have to have character at a place like Wofford. You have to be a self-starter. Um, if you're not a self-starter, you ain't gonna make it here, man. Um, or you have to have some of that inside of you. Um, yes, there are some young men that aren't finished products. We understand that. Um, but at the same time, you have to have a good balance. You have to have a good balance in your team of guys that are leaders. Um, and, and guys um, that are leaders are naturally good followers as well because you have to follow before you can lead. Um, so people just having a level head, um, level maturity is, is key as well um, because not only are they representing um, their families, but they're representing us as an institution. And so you want to make sure you get good people in the seats um, to fill your program. Now, last year was another very successful year for, for the program. Obviously, you know, every team in every sport wants to end that season and the ultimate, you know, the ultimate goal winning that last game. But, you know, third straight Southern Conference Championship, you know, you, yourself, you're on the staff, Conklin's back, and, and you win a couple in a row. Um, do you have a memory that sticks out in mind from this past season um, that was maybe your, your favorite big – you know, big moment, big game, whatever it may be? It had to be here at home when we played Furman, to be honest. Um, that was the first one. The second one was uh, securing the Southern Conference the next week. Um, that, was a, that was a tough stretch, man. It was a tough stretch. We played Clemson, then we played Mercer, then we played Furman, then we played Citadel. Um, so it was a tough stretch. Our kids were fighting tooth and nail. A lot of people don't know we were down up front. We were down. We, we had a lot of young pups. <laughs> they were young. <laughs> Young, um, I had, at one point I was playing, I remember one time we were playing Clemson, I looked out, we had all freshmen on the field. Up front, I was like, whoa. <laughs> and so, so we were really, really young. Um, 
And when those guys, I remember the first snap sitting on the sideline and the way we attacked the line of scrimmage up front and the way people were flying to the ball, I knew it was going to be a good day. It's kind of it's one of those things you kind of know. I felt it. Um, and then as the game went along, you know, we just, we had, we had a good game. We, we played well as a team. And that was uh, the pivotal point, I believe. As coaches, we, we all sat there and shook our heads. Hey, we, we've grown up over the last seven games. And that's what we wanted to do. We knew we were coming in young. We, won't, we just wanted to see our guys get 3% better. Coach Conklin talks about it every day. Just get 3% better, 3% better. And before you know it, you accumulate a, a certain amount of days of progression. And before you know it, you're way better than you were when you started. And so with our guys understanding that and just working on getting better themselves, man, that was that was a good moment. And the Citadel was even better. The guys, for us defensively, we ended up playing close to 100 snaps of a triple option offense. That doesn't happen. Wow. Um, for people that don't know, typically you play around 60 to 65, maybe sometimes less snaps. We play close to 100. And so for the young guys just to respond, there were long drives. I mean, 14 play drives. But then just to respond and not back down, we grew up. And so those were good moments. Um, you know, just want to say thanks for taking the time today. Hopefully, you know, we'll all be back full staff soon. And, and hopefully I'll see you at the copier. Hey, man, soon, soon, Phil. I'll see you at the copier, man. Appreciate you, I bro. Appreciate it, Alan.